Resuming. Weird. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynatherms connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... Gentlemen and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, it's all about the... Booyah, what's up, it's your boy Joe. Baby. And to my other, other right, coming straight out of Krakoa, weighing in at 178 adamantium-filled pounds, Alfonso X-Man Flores. Hey, Kevin, when do we finally get the (laughs) X-Men? I like that one. That's a good that one, X-Man. Good. Yeah. It's like, I like yeah, it. Because we are going to be discussing She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, nine episodes. I'm really curious to see how the gentlemen are going to uh, review. Uh, gentlemen, before we get started, I just want to congratulate Jonathan and Katie. Jonathan London, now Katie London on their recent marriage uh, this Friday. Uh, Jonathan's a great guy. Uh, He just helps us out a lot as far as advice on the podcast, everything like that. He is the, uh, let's say, leader and founder of a little podcast called Geekscape and a little network called Geekscape and uh, definitely an inspiration to us. So thank you uh, very much for all the help, Jonathan, and congratulations to Jonathan and Katie. (laughs) <laughs> uh gentlemen uh it's been a long time since we've done this but we've been gone for like over a month which before uh we go into that i'm just gonna say the reason we've been gone for over a month is because i've been kind of busy but more importantly it's because we're running episodes and my computer crashes so <laughs> we were recording an episode uh about d23 by the time we tried to record it again it was non-topical uh, and then something else came up. I can't remember. But anyway, we've recorded episodes. You just never got to hear them uh, because Dukes is a, is a buffoon. That's why. So there you go. Gentlemen, uh, let's start with you, Joe. What have you been up to nerdy for the past month that no one knows about? Just been playing Fortnite a bunch and Overwatch 2 that just came out. And then... You know, I finished up She-Hulk that we're going to talk about, but I'm behind on some other stuff because when it, when you know, you know, when a game comes out, do you just invest it in it and you work and you come home and you play the video game? Awesome. That's about it. So Overwatch, I I talked to you a little bit about this, but just to understand, this would be like a completely new update to Overwatch, where it's like, hey, um, it, it's kind of like Overwatch Two, so to speak. It's pretty much Overwatch 2. Oh. So they've, they've, they've changed a few things, like there can only be one tank now, two DPS, two supports. Um, they they changed a lot of things about it because now, like, you got to sign up for a Blizzard account. So they make it to where you can merge your own account. So let's just say you used to play on PlayStation or Xbox, and now you play on PC, or vice versa of the three. You can merge those accounts. The problem is you have to remember you have to remember your passwords to like your certain your old accounts or like your Xbox account live or your PlayStation um, account. And you can and when you when you merge those accounts, you can only do it like one time and then if you take it apart, you have to wait a year. But you also have to use your number for the for you to log in. So you can't so the reason why they do that is to avoid all the hackers because hackers would make fake accounts and then go in and and hack the game. So with them doing it caused a lot of issues as far as um the the system crashing. I can't remember the name of what someone's called like the Donda or something like that, where you had hackers in there like my nephew was explaining it. It'd be like a hacker going in there making a button space bar and keep pushing space bar so it crashes site so the queues were like 15 to 20 minutes just to get on so the first couple of days were kind of rough to try to play the game so everyone kind of got upset about that 
Yeah, I wonder what Duke thinks about that. Yeah. You know, uh, I was actually wondering if uh, they were doing that just to be malicious or if there was some advantage in the game to doing that. Yeah. Well, if you try to create a system where, you know, you, you're trying to get rid of hackers that ruin the game, hackers always <laughs> seem to find a way oh, okay. or something. So, I mean, they're going to create that to try to slow the progress of people trying to play the game and enjoy it. Okay. Just being big jerks. I get it. That's wrong. Uh, that's pretty cool, man. I'm not much of a gamer because my attention span is like non-existent. But I always wanted to play Overwatch. Once actually, I got scammed on Amazon. Mm -hmm. I ordered Overwatch, and I just never got it. I think it took me like a year to get my money back because they kept um, saying, "Oh, just wait, just wait, you'll get it." And I was like, "No, it's been like eight months." So the good thing I'll about this one, yeah. but the good thing about this one is free. Oh. So you can just download it. It's free to play, but like with all the games that are free, they have battle passes, okay. which you, you pay. And as you level, you get certain things that come with the battle pass, like Fortnite's. That's what I like about Fortnite. Fortnite has better skins. I mean, Overwatch has some nice skins, but you don't have to pay for the battle pass to get certain things because you still get some things free, but you won't get like certain skins that you will only get through the battle pass. Sounds pretty cool, man. I'll have to check it out. Alfonso X-Man Flores. What have you been doing that's been nerdy over the past millennia since the last time we had an episode broadcast live? <laughs> Just pretty much catching up on shows. You know, She-Hulk, like like Joe said, uh, Rings of Power, House of Dragon, uh, Werewolf by Night. Uh, even started watching the new Quantum Leap, and I'm enjoying that a lot, too. Is that good? I no. think, Alan, did you say that was bad? I would say that Alfonso is very forgiving. Very forgiving. <laughs> yeah. Very. It's it's an interesting show. It's like, okay, where is it going? It's one of those shows where the stories aren't that good. The stories are cheesing. No, uh, the acting is kind of CW-ish. It's, like, mm. it's not quite as bad as CW, but it's just on the border of that CW. But it's also got that ongoing storyline, and they make references to, like, Dr. Sam Beckett, um, and they make references to um, – what was the other – Al. They make references to Al. And Ziggy. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it's like, okay, it's a little bit nostalgic, and there's an ongoing storyline, so you kind of want to figure that out. But right now, it's just like – it's cheesy. It's really hard <laughs> for me to watch. It's just a cheesy <laughs> show. How many episodes did you see? Wait, no, four. Four? Yeah. Are they they just released uh four episodes, the new ones tonight, right? Uh or is it three yeah, episodes. You okay. saw the boxer, right? Yeah, I saw the boxer. Okay, and then the Western? Yeah. No. Okay. Western was the Western. Western tonight. Yeah. Okay, the Western's tonight. Yeah. So that's kind of where I left off. And um, you know, I'm gonna watch it just because I like stories that have like an internal mystery, which this does, yeah. you know, and th there's elements of like, uh, I'm not, eh, I won't give it away, but there's a character who is doing something that's outside of what everyone else is doing. Joe's already bored. Joe's like, hmm, I just Wikipedia this, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> trust me, bro, you could Wikipedia this. You ain't missing nothing, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's got an interesting sort of mystery, but yeah. if the mystery doesn't pay off by the end of the season, I don't think you're going to get, um, you know, get season two out of me. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the call back to the, you know, the old series. I mean, there's a lot of references towards that. Um, and I mean, it's not really a spoiler, but Sam Beckett is still missing. So, I mean, are we looking for him? It's a possibility, you know, we don't know. Um, and then there, they had a little homage to an old TV show today. And there was just this one liner, that dad was like, oh, that's awesome. And then uh, there's a big oh, wow moment in this episode. So, Oh, really? Look, look for that. Okay. Are you watching it live? Because I watch it on Peacock, which for all I know, it comes out first thing in the morning, and I just never knew that. Um, not live. I have it set up to record. So, like, when I got back from Friday tonight and sat down, had dinner, watched it with the wife. It's only a half-hour show. That's, that's another plus right there. I love the half-hour shows. Is it only a half-hour show? Is it? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I don't know. Yeah, okay, well, Alfonso knows better than me. It's only a half hour show. Now we know. You know why that sounds bad? Because you said 
You said it's a half hour show and you don't even know that. That's how bad it is. Because if <laughs> if, if if it's good, you'd be like, man, that episode ended pretty quick. And then so the dude never went home? Because I, I don't think they we not didn't they, I'm trying to remember the last episode of the original one. <laughs> I don't think he went home, right? Like he, he decided did. not to do it or something like that. Because, yeah, because he was saving somebody or something. So like the show ended with him just leaping forever, apparently. Yeah. Now Scott Bakula is still um in the state of being alive, right? So Oh he is. Okay, so he could definitely make some cameos and wrap up that storyline, which would just be amazing. Oh, that, and that's kind of what I'm hoping for. That's why I'm hanging in there. Yeah, who cares? Okay, who that's... cares? So like, I know, bro. You you can't you can't find a way to get the original guy back, but you create another show where they do the same damn thing and they can't get him back. No, no, this is I... in the same universe. It's a continuation. Yeah, yeah, yeah but how, how how far into the future? Well, it's like real time. Yeah, it's it's like real time. So like let's say everything that Sam Beckett did was like in late 80s, early 90s. They're just like basically saying and now's present day and they're aware of everything that happened in the late 80s, early 90s, but he never came back. So 30 years later they still have the same problem. No. Well, time travel isn't easy. <laughs> uh I'll say no. Yeah, haven't you seen like uh what happens with Cable and Bishop? Um <laughs> Alfonso, that was like an X-Men reference. You you should have like been, yes! Um, but it's sort of like this, one of the characters make it, makes a decision. Joe's like, y'all ain't talking nothing. I'm a Wikipedia this. Um, <laughs> one of the characters make a makes a decision. So it's not the same problem. It's because someone made a decision to be in like a time, in a time situation. Because they're oh. trying to do something else. Okay, the last time someone made a decision was LeBron, and I don't care. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we don't like baseball. <laughs> well, gentlemen, uh, for me, I have been watching all the same shows that you have. I dumped Rings of Power. I'm still watching House of Dragons, which I have to get caught up on last week's episodes. Mm -hmm. I just got caught up, caught up on Walking Dead, and you guys know... Walking Dead is my jam, and it's so good this season. And they're bringing back, yeah. dude. There's so many variations of Walking Dead coming. Oh, I'm I'm just excited, dude. Walking Dead <laughs> is my jam. So, hmm. um, Walking Dead, uh, Gotham Knights. Dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm still behind on Rings of Power and House of Dragon. Yeah, Rings House of Power. Of Rings of Power doesn't allow me to put my phone down. I I can't stop playing on my phone. I can't pay attention enough. Why? It actually is getting more views than House of Dragon. House of Dragon wow. is so much better, so much better. It's it's the same as it's the same as as the Lord of the Ring movies. You know, it's like, yeah, there's a, it's beautiful, but you know what? All you're doing is walking and walking and walking, and eventually dropping a ring in a lava. You know, it's, mm -hmm. you know, but it, you could say the same thing about House of Dragon. It's incest. It's the Targaryens, <laughs> it's dragons, it's betrayal, it's death. Same thing. I don't think that's on one, one's attraction. You know what I mean? Like, there's this is the same thing with Star Trek and Star Wars. You know, why can't we enjoy both? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? No, we can. Here's my thing it's just for me, I found the characters in the House of Dragons to be more compelling in the sense that I wanted to see what happened to the characters. Whereas to me, the characters in um, Lord of the Rings felt more like cartoon characters almost. Mm -hmm. Like they were, they just didn't, I couldn't identify and relate with them where I was like, dude, if that happened to me, I would do the same thing. Whereas, yeah, yeah that's, that's, you know, to your point, Joe, one can't say that like one thing's better than the other, but mm -hmm. I can say I enjoy one more than the other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, yeah. you both the same for me. Yeah. With, with House of Dragons for me, it's like everybody has a compelling story. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with everybody with, with uh, rings of power. It just seems like everybody's a, a NPC, you know, it's like, Oh yeah. They got a thing going on over there. Eh. They got a thing going on over there. Eh. You know, nothing enough to just drag me in. I mean, it, like I said, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful show, but not as compelling. But oh, House of wait. Dragons for me is predictable. Really? 
Yeah, bro. Like you knew he was she was gonna get with the brother. You just you know well, what I mean? You knew the best friend was gonna end up marrying the king. It's just yeah. it's predictable. And I and at that point I didn't even Wikipedia it. I Wikipedia the books and I'm just like, mm, I'm not interested. I already know what happens. It's not that very I don't know, I'm like whatever. Unless they change it from the books, but that's where they're getting some of the material. But I Wikipedia exactly what happened. I'm just like, again, the same kind of same kind of thing, just same thing, well, just different people. If you, if you paid attention to Game of Thrones, it told you everything about House of, House of Dragons. Everything that's happened's already been explained. You know, like when they were going over the lore of, because you got to keep track of, when you're a noble person, you got to keep track of the houses beforehand. So they've already gone over all this. So we know what happens. It's just the story. And I, I just prefer mm -hmm. the story. Cool. Sounds good to me. Well, to each his own and to each her own and now we're going to talk about Miss Jennifer Walters, cousin of Bruce Banner. I'll just start off and tell you guys, <laughs> I wasn't expecting much from She-Hulk. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as far as her break, just everything about the show I thought wouldn't be good. The breaking of the fourth wall, uh, you know, the fact that uh, She-Hulk was going to be portrayed as sort of a, a, a character that, that you know, had a sexuality, which uh, for the most part, um, or is sexual, which is different than one's sexuality. So, you know, she was sexual, which is something that was perhaps shied away from before. Uh, and, you know, just the character in general, you know, I, I feel like She-Hulk, generally speaking, even though I did use to collect She-Hulk comics, to me, she was always D-list, but um, I have to say, I was wrong. Uh, Joe, <laughs> what do you think? I enjoyed this. I enjoyed the series a lot. I, I guess to your point, I wasn't expecting that much. So the more I watched it, not expecting anything, I actually enjoyed the show. A lot of people just really disliked it. You know, people base everything that comes out on the ten-year Marvel, and it's. As we know through phase four, it's 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 not like that anymore. They're trying to do different different things where people want that, but if you do the same format the next 10 years, the same people that want that same format are gonna end up complaining about you don't change, you do the same thing over and over again. So Marvel trying to change things, kind of like Eminem. Remember when Eminem dropped that one album with Elton John? And everyone was just like, Man, this album's trash. And everyone was just like this ain't Eminem because he tried something different, and then Eminem came out with another album, and then went back and and, and um, there's the one with the airplane on that. I can't remember the name of that album. Oh, Kamikaze, best. Album yeah, it came out with Kamikaze. Came out with Kamikaze after everybody said that last album before that was trash because he tried revival. to do something different. Yeah, uh, was it revival where he had a song with Beyonce in it too? Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's he tried to do something. Water. Yeah, he tried to do something different. It was like this is trash, and so he goes back to the same format. And so everybody, for me, like when I do watch TikToks, everyone's just so angry about this show. Where, where has it? You know, you can't just enjoy anything anymore. Like you, everyone wants to critique an episode and point out the flaws in it, but there's always something good out of something that has flaws. And you just got to see the positive for what it is. I'm just grateful that we we are even getting these shows. So it's kind of I'm to the point where like the more I get, you forget. It's like. When you give your kids everything, they don't know the struggle that all three of us went through where we couldn't afford certain things. So when we give our kids all this and every, it gets to the point where they're kind of picky. I don't want that. I want this. I want that because we give them everything. And the moment you take stuff away, they feel like, wait, why are you doing that? I don't like that. I wanted to go back the way it was before. So for me, like I've been trying to work on just enjoying shows for what it is. Nice, dude. Nice. You know, it's, it's funny as you say that, and I, I just want to make a perspective on the fandom, which is, you know, my, my son is of the age where he's starting to show appreciation for stuff, you know, and it doesn't matter, like, if he doesn't get exactly what he wants, he's like, oh, thank you. He's, like, really appreciative of that. And I feel like most fandoms lack maturity. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, so when we talk about our kids, when our kids are younger, yeah, you're right, bro. They expect everything and they expect to get everything but at some point like you know when i'm with your son and your nephews those are just some amazing young men 
you know, not kids. They're amazing young men because Mm -hmm. they do show maturity and they do show appreciation and they do communicate that. So I just feel like to your point, the current fandoms, whether it be Marvel or Star Wars or DC, there's just a lack of maturity and it overshadows the people like us who are just like, bro, I grew up with Spider-Man and a, mm-hmm. and, a, and a leotard on CBS, you know? Mm-hmm. PBS too, you remember? What was, that? what was that TV show? Electric man? Company. Electric, yeah, Electric Company. <laughs> was that cool? We get to see Spider-Man. And as cheesy as it was, wow, Spider-Man's on TV. He's out of a comic and on TV. Yeah. Absolutely. So X-Man, we know you're going to give it a positive review, but how <laughs> positive will it be? You know, I loved everything about the show. I mean, it was so many different things on so many different levels. You had, you had, uh, you know, your lawyer show. You had a campy show. You had your your flavor of the week show. You know, all your guest appearances. You, you had um, Madison with what two ends and a Y, but not where you think. You know, you had Wong. <laughs> Wongers was freaking mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Um, the the show, like for you know, it would take itself serious, and then it would take itself. It would take it. You know, shot at itself. You mm-hmm. know, it gave us the intelligentsia, which is so weird because it's like they were predicting everything that the trolls were going to say the next day. Like they, they put it out there and it's like, you know, it's like they, they took away their power. Like, like in uh, eight mile when, when Eminem, he like talked all that crap on himself at the very last, you know, the last rap battle. And he's like, what were you going to say about me that I didn't say, you know? So it was, it, you know, it was perfect. And, you know, bringing out Kevin, uh, the way she broke the fourth, fourth wall in the final episode was just, I don't know about you guys. I thought there was something wrong with my TV. I'm like, damn, did I sit on the remote? You know, it fooled me. And I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I got to show em- my daughter Emma didn't watch it. I'm like, come here. I want you to see this part. So I'm showing her and she's like, what happened? I go, ah. <laughs> and then she <laughs> pops out of the, the Disney Plus, you know, startup screen and she jumps. Oh my gosh. I, you know, the, the only complaint I had about this show was Scar's haircut. <laughs> yeah. Why they do? Why they do my boy like that? Well, because you know, you know, Stan Lee's the barber over there on Sakar, and you saw what he did to Thor. So, yeah, I'm like, you called that, like, right? Whatever podcast you call that, I didn't. I just interpreted it very differently as far as like the maturity of where Hulk's mind was, the way he talked, and I guess maybe that's just, I don't know. He talked like he was like a ten year old. So yeah. I, I thought he had like the mind of a 10 year old. To me, that didn't make sense, you know, and I'm too fixated on the the, the comic because it's Professor Hulk who ended up having, you know, a son, you know, not, right. you know, me, Hulk, you know what I mean? So it kind of kind of threw me off. But yeah, his haircut was jacked, bro. Like I saw that, I had to pause that. I was like, wait, what? Like, why you got to do my boy like that, dude? I'm like... <laughs> It's bad enough you're getting chopped for the CGI, bro, and you like yeah. had a haircut like that. Like, bro, the comic book looks so much better. And you don't like to try to compare the two because you're always end up gonna do that. But he looks so much ruthless in the. But I guess yeah. maybe they're going like he's still young because I guess yeah. I guess in the comics too, when he goes back to a human form, he or whatever form he goes to, he's like a little kid. But, oh. Um. But yeah, man, I was just like, what the hell is up with his hair? Yeah. <laughs> It's funny because the, all of us immediately thought the same thing. Like, oh, it's Scar. Whoa, was it with his hair? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It almost kind of ruined it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. to Joe's point, I remember when Scar came out and I'm like, who's this fool? But then I was like, wait, that's the Hulk's son? Yeah. You know, and he's from Sakar. And then I yeah. saw him fighting and I was like, oh, this guy's pretty, pretty cool, right? But the Scar that I know. Did not uh, they does not look the same. No, so he hoping, doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping they fix it. You know, my my boy rolled up like he was Brian from Fast and the Furious. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same so, man, um, you know, man. one of the things that Alfonso mentioned was, you know, like there was just so much in this show, and he talked about like Wongers and you know mm-hmm. everyone's new favorite Madison with a Y and um. What would you guys think about all the cameos? Oh, I love them, dude. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I love how She-Hulk was like, yeah, you know, She-Hulk smash and sometimes mm-hmm. Matt Murdock. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. You you know what I, What was pretty cool is like if you look at every Marvel series to this point, it, it starts off slow, right? 
and then it picks up in the middle. Just like Hawkeye. Remember how good Hawkeye was? We're like, oh, I think it was like four episodes four or five. We're like, yeah. dude. And then six and seven kind of dropped off. Yeah. You know, and then you're and you leaving like, wow, man, uh, that's it. Where She-Hulk, I can see how people just see that in the way that episode eight was. They kind of wanted like the rest of the episodes to be like that. Mm-hmm. Which I'm kind of glad like it ended because then I'm like, oh, I wouldn't mind seeing She-Hulk again. But yeah, people are upset. Like they're so frustrated with the first few episodes that by the time eight hits, they're like, "Well, whatever. I don't care how good it is. It's still like pretty bad." But the cameos, I didn't have a problem with. I mean, it's she's a lawyer, bro. Like you're gonna have cameos, even you know, to a certain point. But they use she hope to you know bring back Daredevil, you know, obviously, and then introduce Scar, tell you where Hulk's been at. Even though it's not in great detail, but you know where he's at. So uh, I don't hear anybody when you when you listen to TikTokers or people that do reviews on videos, or not videos per se, the, the TV series, they never ever mention stuff like that. This is supposed to be a funny show, like Ally McBeal, and it's just not funny. It's uh, if it was funny, like in a lawyer scene, maybe it would have been better. Like they're just using <laughs> these Marvel series on Disney Plus for transition to do storytelling for characters, so they can. They don't have to waste that time in movies. No. And I think people are missing that point because they're spoiled. You know, I like the way they brought like the wrecking crew to the MCU. You know, like, oh, what did you guys do? Rob a Asgardian construction worker. And it's like, that makes so much sense because yeah, he does all these enchanted things and they mm-hmm. make them in the weapons, right? Yeah. And then and then that uh the vampire from the group, uh, he's I looked it up, he's actually not related to, but he's like in the blade comics. So is he going to show up in Blade? You know, or mm-hmm. I think it was his dad. His dad was yeah. the one that was like, but yeah, the, there's so much potential. There. Even Porcupine, yeah. I mean, he was funny, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not intimidating, but you don't want to get too close to him because he's going to stab you, right? Yeah. And he smells. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he does smell. You know, I, I thought that the cameos were very intelligent because nothing felt forced. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, we already know these characters. And to Joe's point, like she hulk the comic book deals with her as a lawyer right Right. and as a lawyer it's like you're dealing with super powered people and Mm -hmm. it just makes sense that you're going to go to someone who at least to a degree Mm -hmm. understands what you go through as a super powered person so yeah yeah, and and dude there was so much with you know as far as like mr mr immortal you know Mm -hmm. him going through this stuff or you know um the frog guy what was his name again I know you know Alfonso. Isn't it Frogger? Uh, Leapfrog. 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 Yeah. yeah. All I can think is Ribbit and Rip It. That's mm-hmm. for me, that will forever be mm-hmm. his name now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, every character, it made sense how they put them in there, which I really liked. Even mm-hmm. Daredevil. You know, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, it's not forced. You can see this really happening. And they alluded to it, like, let's say two episodes before by showing the suit. So when they finally brought him in, it was a payoff, but it wasn't just like, oh, then he just dons the yellow suit. No, boom, he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. He has to pay for his services, and he does it through, you know, for defending his tailor. So yeah. I just thought the cameos were great. Now, Joe, uh, you know, you, you bring up an excellent and I'll say somewhat confusing point, which is people, thank you, Amanda did let us know it was Leapfrog. People are going to complain about every aspect of the show. Yeah. Oh, it's supposed to be about like Ally McBeal, but it's mm-hmm. not funny. I'm sorry, bro. That was the funniest Marvel show I've ever seen. Yeah, I didn't watch Ally McBeal. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because Ally McBeal didn't appeal to me. But yeah. She-Hulk was able to bring in just enough of all mm-hmm. the elements that I like to keep me interested. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's people are to Joe's point. People are always going to find things to complain about. Yeah. And then. You have the other half of the people who are like, oh, it didn't have enough action. You know why? Because it wasn't through the entire show. She was like, I am not a superhero. I'm mm-hmm. a lawyer. Yeah. I don't want to be a superhero. Right. And, and the show, yeah, the show showed this evolution whereby, mm-hmm. you know, last scene of the show, she's like, maybe I'll be a lawyer and a superhero. Mm-hmm. So if people aren't willing to understand that journey, it just yeah. really shows once again, they're more focused on complaining instead of enjoying the journey of the show yeah i agree like remember people in the beginning was like oh she's not stronger than the hulk uh 
she rarely ever used her powers throughout the series. I mean, she dabbled in it a little bit, you know, but people weren't complaining about that. You know, you know what I mean? It, it, the, the one thing I found um, that I had told you in the beginning, when we had first talked about episode one is I would appreciate if they talk about how, cause you know, people were upset how she didn't have to worry about what, you know, the Hulk was going through with his, um, Say it again, Alan, because I can never remember the name. Associate I, identity. Yeah, associate identity. So she'd have to deal with that, but people miss that transition. They just say, "Oh, she's a she's a woman. She deals with it every day." And you know, yeah, women do deal with those things kind of things every day, and they keep it in and they deal with it. Now, you know, they they're just not happy with that. Where I remember I told you, like, for me, I would appreciate if they show how she's going to deal with being Jennifer and She-Hulk, which they did in this series. So I, I appreciate it. They did exactly what I was hoping that this series was, was would do, not focusing on her powers, but focusing on her being She-Hulk and Jennifer because Jennifer is the nerdy girl that is shy, can't talk to anybody. She's not as popular as to where She-Hulk is very popular. Sexuality, sexual activity is on is very high. Because she, because everybody wants to be with Shu-Hulk. And just finding her dynamic between the two characters and, and then at the end of the show, finding balance to your point, Alan, where she says, I'm going to do both. And that's what the show is all about. And when she breaks the fourth wall, she lets you know what the show is about. So people getting upset is kind of confusing to me. And just hear people like on TikTok, like, you know, this, we listen to the same ones at Straw Hat. You got King Lion. You got Soups. And... You know, well, comic book readers and movies readers, well, you know what? Check this out. The Marvel shows that come out, they take what they want from the comics. So you you bash comic book readers or people that don't, you know, Marvel that watch the TV shows and the movies that have no clue about the comics. But yet in Marvel, they don't take everything from the comics. So you can't really judge too much for the Marvel fans that are accustomed to a certain thing. Yeah, they don't read the comics, but at the same time, their comics or the TV shows and the movies. That's their comic. That's their their knowledge of what these characters are because you can say to your blue and face, oh, look at these comics. This is where it's going now. It does not mean it's going to do the same thing in the movies. And that's right. where the battle between comic book readers and you know Marvel fandoms from the TV shows and the movies go at each other. But it's just like, bro, there's a common ground. dude. They're going to take what they want from the comics and you just got to appreciate what they're doing with it. Yeah, you know the uh, the CGI was fixed a little bit, but I don't think it was fixed all the way. But it never took me away from it. You know, I, it wasn't the greatest, but it was mm-hmm. like, man, I still love the show so much. And and it did yeah. give me one other thing: these internet trolls from now on, they're just intelligentsia. Somebody starts talking the internet troll yeah. crap, I'm going to be like, hey, intelligentsia, you need to calm down. Well, you know, because think about it: when you're when you're watching the last episode, you're like, this is how it's going to end. Are you kidding me? Like, right. it's been so good. And, like, so Tom turns into the Hulk. And then she goes, bam, and she fixes it. And you're like, ah, I, love, I see what you did there. I, yeah. I enjoy that. I, I seen, like, I watched this guy on YouTube, uh, Screen Rant. And he had this theory, like, what if Kevin is the creation of Kane? And oh. so – the the Kevin's universe it's just a simulation of the whole thing because he had this theory like if you look at how she breaks the fourth wall as soon as she leaves Kevin she doesn't break the fourth wall anymore towards the end of the last episode at all not even at the end of the show she doesn't break the fourth wall so he had a theory like when Kevin says I fixed the problem you know maybe she can't do it anymore was kind of a theory and all those simulations in there gives an excuse for when he fixes it daredevil or um deadpool come through so he had like a little kind of like off the wall theories it's kind of cool you know when you make theories it sounds good but it never applies and it never happens <laughs> but but theories always sound fun but it, it also ruins when you get something happens and it's not what you expected yeah totally uh it's funny because i was listening to uh new rock stars this morning and they had a similar theory because mm-hmm. I guess there's a few characters that break the fourth wall. Obviously, Deadpool. 
and also yeah. Gwenpool. So they were saying that, you know, uh, She-Hulk opens up the idea that Gwenpool could be introduced. I could mm-hmm. care less about Gwenpool, even though I have a Gwenpool pop sitting over here to my right, because I think she yeah. looks cool. Um, however, one of the things that does occur to me is what Joe just talked about. And, you know, they, in Deadpool, they can do anything. Uh, the fact that he breaks the fourth wall and the fact that Jen breaks the fourth wall, I'm not saying she has to be in the entire movie, but do you think there's a possibility that they're going to kind of just mention that? Maybe she pops up for a moment? Dude, I would love for, for Deadpool to break the fourth wall and he starts walking off, like explaining, and she's walking into him and they bump into each other and like, hey, it's my fourth wall break. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. just <laughs> mosey on off. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Like, I appreciate she, – she's pretty good. Like, yeah. I like her as She-Hulk. Like, I actually want to see more of her. Like, if she's not going to have her own TV show, like – or, you know, like a second season. I don't know if – I heard it was approved for a second season, but I don't, I'm not sure if it's true or not because, you know, you hear a bunch of stuff. But, I dude, I would be okay if she was in the Avengers. Like, oh yeah, yeah I would be okay with that. Like, I wouldn't even – because she's funny. Even even when she's Jennifer, she's funny. I think she's funny. So yeah, like yeah. you know, especially like I started busting up when she says when she said I even smashed Mark, Matt Murdock. Dude, that was that was awesome. I couldn't stop laughing. It was dope. And the <laughs> chemistry. Let's talk about the chemistry between her and like uh, Daredevil. It was like off the charts. Oh like, yeah, so good. I was like, are they really going out? You you know, they usually like. When when you see something like that, they they're really going out because I mean the chemistry was off the chain. Yeah, I wanted to see more of those two together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because I was asking myself like, I wonder if this relationship is going to continue into the Daredevil show and mm-hmm. maybe past that because you know how like sometimes when something happens it feels like a throwaway. Yeah, but that chemistry mm-hmm. did not feel like a throwaway. So I was thinking like. I think they might continue this mm-hmm. into like other shows. Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, if King Lion, he'd be like, now, 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 I read the comic. I read the comic. In the comic, he just got married to Electra and they're starting their own. Like, okay, bro, that's in the comics, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I, I would appreciate If she showed up in Daredevil, dude, I'd be, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I don't you know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I agree 100%. Regarding everyone who refers back to the comic books. Okay, um, Alfonso has the most nerd cred. He worked in a comic book store. Mm-hmm. So, Alfonso, you you take the hierarchy. Uh, but the two of us, uh, I know that Joe points out there's a period when I stopped reading X-Men, and I don't know anything about that gap in time. But the three of us are avid comic book readers, uh, and we've come to the point where we realize, like, bro, it's it's just not the same. Shut up. You know, because yeah. a, a perfect example would be a Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Nobody cared about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. No, I read Guardians of the Galaxy one issue. You know yeah. why it was only one issue? Because the first issue was trash. And that was yeah. it. I was done after the first issue of Guardians of the Galaxy. So uh, my point is, like, you can't say that what happened in the comic books is what's going to happen mm-hmm. because it's just source material. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's, that's all, all it is. is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a true comic book fan would understand mm-hmm. multiple realities, right? The comic books are one mm-hmm. reality. The movies yeah. are a different reality. It is not mm-hmm. 616. I'll say it again. It's not yeah. 616. You could be right. It's not. There's yeah, no you could be right, yeah. 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 Uh, so, you know, I, I feel like this show, IMO, has the most potential to create springboards for other shows. The reason I say that is, you know, we're in a little bit here. We're going to get into talking about like Mephisto, uh, maybe about uh, General Ross, whatever other rumors you guys want to talk about. But when you think about like Madison went to a devil world or a a hell type world Uh where she talked to a goat, or if you think like, okay, now the Hulk is back with, um, you know, with his son that could lead us to world war Hulk. Or you think like, Okay, do they or don't they have Jen's blood, right? Like, they should still have Jen's blood. Even though Tom didn't take it, someone still has her blood, okay? So where does that leave us in, like, the world of the Hulk? And, you know, Mm -hmm. Thunderbolt Ross 
is confirmed for uh, Cap 4. It's like there's so many cameos that happened, mm-hmm. small things, big things, that are get, that could potentially lead to other things. Do you feel like this show is going to have a lot of impact on the uh, MCU and the rest of the shows? I do. I mean, I could, I could even see something in Wakanda Forever where there is a stolen spear that was sold on the black market that somebody's got to go get back. I, I could see that happen. I could see this mm-hmm. impact. Every show, there's there's a little different piece of something that can be put in every single show. I mean, She-Hulk was a member of the Fantastic Four, you know? Yeah. Joe, what's your thoughts? Uh, you don't really care, or you think there's a potential lot of uh, spinoffs? Uh, I'm pretty sure the leader is going to pop up somewhere with it, you know, because... I'm pretty sure. Well, you know, again, in the comics, they needed the blood for him to, ha- you know, maintain what he has. But you know, TV show is always going to be different in the movies. But I'm pretty. Sh- I want to say that they're going to have something. They'll do like a flashback or something that he got, the- or make a reference of it. Like I got this from She-Hulk at this time. I'm pretty sure they're going to do something like that. And I'm okay. I'm I'm okay with that. I, I really enjoyed the show. So. There's a, I know people, there's a lot of haters on it, but I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I mean, the show was so good for me personally. I didn't mind the CGI. Yeah. Yeah, me either. I was like, okay, so the CGI isn't necessarily what I wanted, but it doesn't, yeah. det- it does not detract from the show. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the most important thing because yeah. the acting was so good. The story was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what if we don't have good CGI? You know what we grew up with? Simmer down, people. Okay, we lived through those dark times. Yeah. You know what's crazy is she, when she breaks the fourth wall, she addresses all the trolls, and yeah. it's like they don't get that. Like I, I don't understand how. Like I was having a discussion with a guy at work. He's like, oh, "I hate that show." And I'm like, "Yeah, that that your last episode was bad." I'm like, "The last episode is for people like you," because. You don't understand. No, I don't get it. I'm all. That's why you don't get it. They're she, they're making fun of people like you that critique it and don't like it because it's this and that. And if it's like a joke that's super funny and it flies over your head, and you're like, I don't get that. And everybody's around you is just freaking laughing. Yeah, I don't get the joke. But everyone's like, ha ha, that's some funny joke, man. Yeah, yeah. It's you know that's for me. That's a lot of really intelligent forethought because you know there's a lot of ways that you can enjoy the show but at the end mm-hmm. of the day they have to knew that they would mm-hmm. uh really upset or piss off the average uh mm-hmm. marvel fanboy or troll yeah. who wants all the female characters to be weak and all they want is a few fight scenes and stuff mm-hmm. like that which I love fight scenes, you know, that's why Captain America Winter Soldier is like the greatest movie ever. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like Joe said in the beginning, sometimes something different works. And Mm -hmm. I feel like most of phase four is a failure. But in this particular case, they nailed it. Yeah. If we 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 both all three of us know that this Black Panther 2 is going to be freaking dope. I just have a (laughs) good feeling about this. It. Phase four is ending like She-Hulk episode eight. It's going to end on a good note, you know, yeah. following, you know, to, to into phase five. But yeah, dude, like dude, just daddy issues. That was awesome. Like that's from, to me, that's some good writing because yeah. you forget that. And then you think about it, you're like, damn, these fools do have daddy issues. But see, <laughs> we're probably predominant by men that watch Marvel movies. No, there are women out there. I'm not saying that there's not enough women watching it, but men have a problem with that because they're like, oh, you're just talking smack about a man and a woman writes it. Well, if it's true, it's funny. You know what I mean? It is what it is, but those are facts. If you if you, if you you think about those movies, you're like, man, that is pretty funny. And then she did like the X-Men thing. Because, you know, like if you're asking questions, someone like, you know, X-Men who just loves the X-Men, that's a shout-out to guys like that. I mean, we all like the X-Men, you know. Uh, but I think Alfie has a love a little more than all of us. But I appreciate that. I was like, man, heck yeah, you asked that question. You, you know what I mean? So it's, you know, like just like little things like that, like the small details that I appreciate where I think 
people miss those little details because they expected something different, I guess. It's like, you know, like, like shout out to Callens, but Callens likes to buy those mystery boxes, right? You can't be mad at the mystery box when you open it up. It's not what you want <laughs> and get mad because you already know it's a mystery box. So if She-Hulk has, if She-Hulk has told you this is what the show is about, you can't get mad at that. Right. You know, yeah. people just, and people are just so angry about it. I agree. Hey, I got a question uh, for you guys. Shoot. At at the end, when uh, when uh, Wong goes and saves Emil, or you know the abomination, and he's like, "What happened? What took you so long? Did you get caught up in another one of your shows?" So was he getting caught up in another show, like uh, like he was caught up in Sopranos, or was he caught up in a show like Abomination was breaking the fourth wall, like another show, like he's going to be on another Disney Plus show? How did you guys take that? I took that as him and Madison are a couple. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. one of the one of the things that was just sort of a throwaway line was mm. like there was a wedding, yeah, yeah. Um, they're married, <laughs> you know. So so my thing is I just thought like that's him and Addison's thing, and you know yeah. he they got caught up in another show. Dude, I like yeah. that too. The chemistry between those two is is dope. Why wonders, yo, and she's so far left. It's awesome. Like <laughs> she has yeah. no, she's very carefree. Yeah. Like she made a deal with. Probably Mephisto. And she was like, I really can't talk about it. You know what I mean? So it's like, it was just funny. Like, I yeah. I would love to see those two in a show together. Even if it's like yeah. maybe four parts. It doesn't have to be eight. I'm, or them popping up again on She-Hulk. I'm, I'll be okay oh, with totally. that, too. Yeah, totally. You, you know who else was really good? Um, her assistant and Pug. Oh, from, from yeah. Office. Oh, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Hug is an unsung hero. He's so because he was Prometheus in Arrow. Oh, that's right. And, and that's so that's where I knew him from. So he was trying to kill Arrow the whole time. So he's just like a dark character and mean. And just to see him, and he was just like, I'm trying not to pass out. Because I kept calling the hole. You know, just his voice. He's just like, <laughs> right. He's like, I don't know if I could do this. You know, just like his, his voice is, you know, he was just dope. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to get this shoe. Can you get it for me? <laughs> wait, wait. Here, here's a map of uh, the best places to take a deuce. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's like the unsung hero. He's like a dope character. I, I would love more Pug, too. Like, actually, oh, yeah. the cast surrounding her was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, it's crazy because I don't want to malign any of the other marvel shows mm-hmm. but i feel like the other supporting cast felt like they were actors in a show but yeah. they really weren't like they weren't committed i'm just gonna put mm-hmm. it that way they weren't committed but yeah. i felt like every actor or actress in this show like they really nailed their character like you like their character and and to your point like i want to see more of that character you don't yeah. want to see more of Falcon's sister. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, you don't want sure. to see more. You don't want to see more of like, um, yeah. you know, anyone. Well, mm-hmm. I imagine Alfonso wants to see more of the swordsman, but I don't. Yeah. You know? Dude. But with this, the, all the supporting characters, I'd, yeah. I'd watch them on another show. Bro, you think you think Bucky's trying to get freaking Falcon's sister? Man, get out of here, bro. I'm trying to have any of that. Do, do you guys remember where her friend broke the fourth wall? Remember yes. when they never explained oh. that? Yeah. They never explained that. What if that was Mephisto? She, I was gonna say that. What if, what if in other TV shows or movies, you'll see a random character that just does that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting because I caught that. But I thought maybe I was imagining it. Like mm-hmm. when she she basically looked right at us, right? Like yeah, she's talking uh-huh. and she's like, hmm. yeah. yeah. So that's really interesting because yeah. well, think about what she was doing with all the spouses. What was she doing? She was making deals. What is Mephisto? Oh doing? yeah. Makes deals. Yeah. So you know what, gentlemen? Uh I enjoy the show. It's one of my favorite shows. We are we gotta do like a uh, we got to do a cast where we do the ranking of the of our rankings of the the Disney Plus Marvel shows in Phase Four. Okay. It's what it's a top one for me. I, I I really enjoyed it. 
because I didn't expect so any, anything from the show, I was like surprisingly like, man, I really enjoyed the show. You know, I watched this, you know, like a couple of episodes. I watched a couple of times just just to to watch it again because I was like really interested in it. And you know, the short episodes, I didn't mind that. I wanted more. So, so I, you know, like you know, we were talking about quantum quantum leap, and it's a half hour. You didn't even know it was a half hour because it's so bad. Where this was like a half hour, forty five minutes. I'm like, man, I can't wait to the next episode. And it's been a while since. You know, like Hawkeye was like that. And it was so disappointing when a <laughs> seven and eight game, we're like, what? <laughs> what just happened? It was so good. Like, yeah, dude, the car scene where they did 360. Oh my God, that was so dope. And then just to end the way it is, I'm just glad She Hulk, that last episode was so good and ended on a high note. Alfonso X Man Flores always giving every show a positive review and it doesn't even deserve it, but this one does. <laughs> what are your final thoughts? Well, you guys, you guys both said enough about how awesome it is. So what I'm going to say is, this is what I want. I want El Aguilar in a Marvel team up, team up with the Swordsman. That would be good. I would mm. definitely get into that. We are at the end of this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. Uh, so until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefined. Booyah!